Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prado. Today I am just sharing 10 things you might not have known about me. Spiritual things, personal things. I don't write a lot about me on the blog because I want the focus to be Jesus, but a new year brings lists, and if I'm on a list, then people come over here and check the blog out. So for the newcomers, thank you for coming, and I thank you for taking the time. And here is some information about the end time and its administrator and sole author, Elizabeth Prada, me. Now, the end of the year often does come with reflection and lists, as I mentioned, and resolutions. It's human nature to ponder. We like stark demarcations like borders, end of the year reflections, anniversaries, things that help us say this is this and that is that. And I know I do. Now, growing up, I never had much exposure to church. We were Methodist for a while, a little while, then Unitarian for a shorter while, then nothing. Church education and attendance growing up was spotty at best. My parents, shall we say, did not practice godly living. I mean, it was the 1960s and 70s after all. I was saved later in life at about age 43. I don't have an exact date, but a time frame. It was sometime in December of 03 and January of 04. Being a loner and having no understanding of what the church was about, for the first 18 months or so in my walk, I resisted attending church, even though deep down I knew I should. I thought that watching Joel Osteen on TV every week was good enough. That was the time he was at the height of popularity. Now that I was in Christendom, I thought that I was finally safe and nothing bad would ever happen to me again. But I was wrong. Christianity is full of strife and trouble, but so worth it. When I finally got a Bible and compared Osteen's words to it, by the Spirit's grace, I knew that this kind of worship was not proper. And more than that, emotionally, I felt gypped and lied to and upset at the notion that a pastor could be false and waste my spiritual time by hindering my walk. But I soon learned this is a more frequent occurrence in Christendom than people think. The Romans 828 good that came out of that was the feeling of loss and worthless worship um, at sitting under a false teacher and it now propels me into discernment. It's my desire that this does not happen to anyone else. My first series of sermons I listened to under John MacArthur, who I found early on in my walk as another graceful doing of the Spirit, was his series, Battle for the Beginning. I love beginnings and endings, 
That's why Genesis and Revelation are my favorite books of the Bible. I am a faithful member of a Reformed church led by four elders who preach verse by verse with occasional topical short series. I enjoy taking classes through the Master Seminary arm called the Institute for Church Leadership, ICL, and also through Ligonier Connect. That's R.C. Sproul's old, well, it's R.C. Sproul's, um, he founded that. ICL offers classes to individuals. Now, you don't need to apply to go through the seminary, but the courses online are offered by the same men. They're not expensive, and several times a year they offer one for free or half price. And they also offer certificate tracks. At ICL, I've especially enjoyed Brad Klassen's course on prayer so much. And at Ligonier, Derek Thomas's course on John Bunyan's book, The Pilgrim's Progress, made a huge impression on me. As of January 9, 2023, I've kept this blog for 14 years with a blog published every day, sometimes two a day. I've written over 6,000 blogs with only a few repeats. And this is thanks to the sustaining of the Holy Spirit and the way the Lord crafted my life as a single woman. I can devote myself to him. Now, my early years on the blog, those early blogs back in 2009 and 2010, etc., was full of breathless newspaper eisegesis. But I don't make an apology because I was finally beginning to have answers to questions that plagued me all my life. With a sudden change in worldview, going from secular worldview to a biblical worldview, now suddenly everything made sense. I'll never forget that euphoria at having the big questions settled. Questions like, why are people so evil? Why is Israel always hated? Why are there earthquakes and other disasters? My worldview had shifted rapidly and I blogged to kind of process it for myself and to sort it out. Shifting from a secular worldview to a biblical one gave me those answers especially the big question about what happens after death. I was really thrilled. Thankfully, that breathless focus early on died down, and I began writing about doctrine and discernment more. I was raised in the North and was unfamiliar with Southern gospel, but once I heard it, that music, I loved it. I loved the Southern gospel quartet. My heart here at the blog is for discernment, that women would think critically and biblically about their Savior and their walk. I also have a heart for missions, for being a good student of the word, and for encouraging women to live a lifestyle that exalts Jesus, no matter what stage of life they're in. Speaking of lifestyle. 
I was divorced prior to salvation, and I've been single ever since. My idols prior to salvation were marriage and husband. But being unsaved, I did not enter into it for the right reasons. And once in a marriage, did not manage it properly. Since, of course, it was an idol and I wasn't living in a godly way. After conversion, the Lord gave me a contentment in singleness, and I use the time and space he affords me to continue this writing ministry. And that's based on 1 Corinthians 7.34, which I take very seriously. Now, I recently had a birthday. I turned 62 and entered the official retirement age stage of life. Let me tell you, life is a vapor. And I wrote about that in a previous essay earlier this week. I am grateful for every reader who comes to this blog called The End Time. Why did I name it The End Time? Because we are in the end of time. The time between Jesus' ascension and his return. Time is short. You and me are never closer to our eternal destination than we are each day that passes. So we make the most of the time he has given us. Knowledge that all this will come to an end suddenly and unexpectedly should give us a fervor for right living, for proclaiming his gospel, for speaking his excellencies wherever and whenever we can. This is my goal, and Lord willing, I'll keep doing it in 2023. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm.